welcome back to Sit, Stay, Share, the podcast where we talk about anything pet-related, because why not? Today, I'm happy to welcome JC talking about his boxer mix Inga. This very special lady waited a long time for her forever home, five years, in fact. It was worth it, though. I honestly don't think she could have asked for a better match. So first, JC, I have to ask, Inga was at a shelter in Ohio, and you're here in Vermont. What were you looking for? How did you come across a dog so far away? Inga reached out to me uh, through a, a YouTube video format called the Dodo Channel, which is pretty popular. And it's usually a source of uh, feel-good videos about various animals, dogs, cats, pigs, all kinds of stuff. And the title of the video was Smart Dog Who Keeps Getting Returned Needs Someone Who Won't Ever Give Up On Her. Oh. Yeah. And I mean, I was just like, okay, <laughs> I, I have to watch this video. Um, <laughs> and it went through talking about that Inga had some behavioral problems. She has anxiety and she has reactivity, which we will get into in more detail. But the video kind of talked about how that impacts her life and how people had said, we can do the work necessary to help her with those behaviors. And then when they got her home, they found out that they weren't able to do that. And she was usually returned pretty quickly. And whatever time it was, late at night, I, I actually went to the to the Humane Society's website and filled out an application seconds after the video ended. Wow. And how, how did the process work? Well, that's a great question. There, This would be a good time for me to explain that where Inga was, she was at the Humane Association of, of Lebanon, Ohio, and uh, there was a team of people there for Inga. She had three people, Amy, who's her handler. There was Carla, who's basically her trainer. And then there was Joanne, who's the director of the Humane Association. And those three individuals are very special people. People like Amy would donate her time, even though she has a special needs dog and a family and a business and all kinds of things. She would go in there five days a week and walking all the time. And Carla is one of the smartest, uh, most intuitive trainers I've worked with. She was the one who kind of sat me down and gave me the hard love talk about, you can be really enamored by helping a dog, but doing it 24 seven requires a lot of discipline. And she, she really helped me with that. Joanne was the one who really said that if you give Inga structure, stability, and love, it's all going to work. So it was those three people that really vetted me, talked to me on the phone for hours at a time, emailed me vast amounts of information. Uh, We spoke. So I saw the video in June, Mm -hmm. and I didn't go get Inga until August. So we spoke for quite a while before I went out there and they wanted in the middle of a pandemic, they wanted me to come out there because they weren't comfortable giving a special needs dog to somebody from so far away. There's this initial period that most adopters know about when you're taking an animal from a shelter and putting it into a home for the first time, that's a transition period. And 
some people will call it like a hell period. And Inga's <laughs> hell period, which was about three weeks, mm-hmm. pushed, pushed me to the point where if Ohio was closer, I would seriously consider bringing her back, not because she was horribly destructive or vicious or anything like that, but because I didn't have the endurance to keep mm. dealing with her situation day after day, hour after hour without any respite. I'm a single person. So I grew kind of like overwhelmed very quickly. And yeah. it was yeah. that team in Ohio that would FaceTime me and call me and text me and constantly help me learn the ways of Inga so that it became less and less of a challenge the more I did it. So you said that she has anxiety. Yes, she she Inga has anxiety, which clinically is called separation anxiety. Inga also has reactivity, which clinically is the inability to not have a reaction when certain stimulus is present. In the case of Inga, it's it's other animals like dogs, cats, things of that nature. So you know, a dog like Inga is about 75 pounds. And when she reacts, she tends to to pull and to jump and to bark very loudly and to thrash around. And it can be very daunting to try to control or influence that behavior. The anxiety is a daily event. Inga is essentially what you would call a sundowner in that her stress and her anxiety builds throughout the day and it kind of climaxes around sunset. Mm. And it's a good example of if you're going to care for a dog like this, you have to be available to her when you know she's going to need you. So that's where the pandemic actually helped me was gave me an opportunity to really bring Inga gently into life at home. And that was a factor in me adopting her for sure. So what advice do you have for anyone considering an older dog or a special needs dog? Be honest with yourself about your abilities, about how can you put this this animal first? And what is the possibility that you're going to put this dog before other things? So if you have a busy life and a busy big family, you know, having a special needs dog may not be the best thing. Um, And that some of the behavioral problems that we've talked about, they're not fixable. And, And my background is as a person who's made their living from fixing things. So it's, it was very important that the Ohio team, these, these three women that I was telling you about, they really sat me down and they said, you know, JC, you're not going to fix Inga like you do a Chevy Corvette. You know, this is how she was brought into the world. You know, we have her on some medications, but it's not going to go away. It might get better because she's not in the stressful situation of a shelter, but they're not just going to go away and you can't just like love them out of her. So patience and sacrifice are very essential elements in dealing with a special needs animal. And if you have those characteristics, it's a really great way to to help a living creature that's really going to pay it back many, many times over. And those first three weeks, they can literally be overwhelming. And, And we hear that and we all kind of nod our heads and go, yeah, it was really hard adjusting the dog to life in our home. But for, for people who are considering this, really digest that, that, you know, for about a month, you're going to be, you know, this dog was, she only knew the shelter. She didn't know how to behave in a home. So we had to 
We had to teach her everything. It's so worth it now, but I want to share that with the listeners that it takes a lot of patience. One thing I can highlight is that a lot of my neighbors and friends confuse reactivity with aggression, and those are not the same things. Reactivity is the most basic form of the brain's electrical impulses operating. Aggression and and things like that are totally different. So just so all the listeners know, when we talk about reactivity, we're not talking about Inga wants to kill the other dog. Right. right. Inga simply, something happens chemically in her brain that she can't control. And that, that's really important for people to understand. Um, so you've had her for almost, not quite a year then. So and you've obviously got a routine now and you know each other a lot better and she seems comfortable and, and happy. Um, what are some of the things that you're looking forward to doing together this summer? We want to go back to Lebanon, Ohio, and we want to see all the people there that that helped her get to this point. It's a very big trip for us. It's about 1,700 miles round trip. Yeah. The other things I wanted to do this summer was introducing her to my family because of the virus and everything. She hasn't had a chance yet to meet my my family. So I'm hoping to do that this summer. They're very eager to meet her. And lastly, we're working with a fellow in, in Milton, Vermont, who runs agility training. Oh, and fun. He, yeah, he's able to do courses where Inga would be the only dog there. And I think that would be a great chance to tap into her, her intelligence and her willingness to learn and do it in an outdoor environment, which is what she really likes. So those are the things that we're very interested in for the summer. That sounds super fun. And she is just so lucky that you stumbled upon that, that YouTube video. What an amazing story and what an amazing dog and kudos to both of you for, for having your own little connection. It's, it's truly inspiring. You know, when your listeners hear that tired old adage that, you know, you adopt a dog and, and you both benefit from it. Uh, that's, that's really the case here that, that Inga, you know, she really gives a lot to me as well. So she's really taught me a lot on a very, you know, high level as far as, you know, what, what positivity can do. What a great story and great information, too. Thank you so much for sharing. We'd love to hear your pet story. Reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, or the Contact Us page on our website, www.houndstoothbd.com, or stop by the store and show up your pet in person. Until next time, sit, stay, share.